I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. Places, everyone. It's time for... The, the Connor, Connor and Smith, Smith Show! Thank you, places. Okay, so Matthew has had the same car for 20-some years. It's a Del Rey. It's a classic. No, that's not the right word. No, Del Rey is actually the correct place in Arlington. <laughs> no, Alex Alexandria. I'm sorry. It's not a Del Rey. It's a Del, Del Sol. Sol. It's a 1993 Honda Del Sol, and then we I, I donated it to the uh, veterans. Veterans, yeah. and now uh, I have pulled out some CDs from the back, and we're going to go through those c CDs tonight. Okay, so literally, some of these CDs are growing fungus. So we're going to see if some of these even work. Um, can we can we talk about the fact that um, the Oasis? Record disc manufacturing highlighted me for uh, at least two or three years, and okay. we have we have my uh, contribution to. I'm not sure what year, year this. Oh, this was 2012, and they listed Joy, my song from one of my Christmas albums, as number 11 on the disc. So does it still work? Oh, well, let's see if it works. It's disc. Oh, uh, yeah, I get it. Track eleven. We're gonna try this. Thank you, Oasis, for being a sponsor. Um, That's so, not true. <laughs> tonight we're talking to Night at Newcastle. Um, they actually have a live show tonight that you should listen to. Go on Facebook. Oh, oh, track eleven. They have a show tonight. Listen at uh, nine p.m. Night at Newcastle. Follow him on Facebook. Here is Matt Connor's track on this CD. Let's see if it plays. It may not. We don't know. Oh, Lord. This is old technology, people. We're dealing with a CD player. It's embarrassing. Okay, we're going to open the deck and reshut it and see. It's no luck so far. We'll see. Track 11, they put you at the end. Here we go. Uh, this is you. What, what is this called? Joy. It's called Joy. This was put out as a radio sampler of their best hits, and I was the best hit. And I put together Ode to Joy with Joy to the World. Could this be an intro for Joy Reid on the Reid out? It could be a uh, intro to anything about Joy. This is actually... I love Matthew's CDs for the holidays. He has three. They're beautiful. Just piano. Um, okay, so it works. Great. Let's try another thing. Let's see what else works. Okay. Okay, I love this CD. Should we keep this one? Yeah, keep it. Put it in its thing. I love the CD. It will not work. I promise you. It's called Ultra Lounge. I've had it since the 90s. Um, it's lounge music. Let's try it. I'm sure this will not work. Old CDs, the worst, right? Let's see if it's even read by the CD player. Yes! Yes! It's still working ish it, <laughs> it worked stopped. for a second okay well that one doesn't work okay. let's try one more um 
let's try something random. Um, let's try Gay, Gay Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. This is a show that Matt wrote for the Gay, Gay Men's Chorus. Yes. Right after Nevermore. She's real rusty. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. Let's see if the CD player recognizes this. I don't think I recognize it. Oh my god, it works. Oh my god, it works. I'm shocked. Wait, listen. I've not heard this for it's beautiful. over a decade. No, oh, it stopped. No. Okay. The CD is broke. Well, here's the lesson we've learned. Take care of your CDs or just don't put them in the back of your car for 20 years. So the Del Sol that Matthew has had since like close to when we started dating. She's leaving on Friday. Oh my God. So heartbreaking. The tow truck is coming. We're going down to a one car household. I'm depressed. I'm actually i think it's okay i think it's okay because it's more environmentally friendly and and i would like honda to be a sponsor oh they're not yeah it's true they're not however uh tonight we've got a great guest tonight is night at newcastle uh, i'm rachel feldstein alan naylor and Andre Hines. Andre Hines. What a beautiful, beautiful evening we had with them. Yeah, we recorded this in the past, and we're putting this out Thursday, and we hope you enjoy it. My gosh, there's so much to be upset about, but so much to be hopeful for. And we're hopeful for Night at Newcastle transitioning into maybe the next phase of whatever they are. But you're going to hear all about it in this interview. So please enjoy Night at Newcastle, and we'll be right back after this break. Hello. Bonjour. Hello. 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 My goodness, it sounds like the chorus of... Les Mis. <laughs> uh, we were thinking more. Andy. Hello. 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 We hope we're doing a little bit better than those folk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably a better reference. Maybe. We're maybe. We're not going to look down. This is the cast of Night at Newcastle. Hello. Uh, we're so happy to have you guys. Now they are they are night at the Newcastle on Thursday night. So we want to talk about what happens Friday through Wednesday. Oh my God! Well, now you're catching us off guard. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm We're not kidding. supposed to give away the secret sauce. Yeah, no. exactly. How is the sausage made? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, congratulations, first of all, on such an amazing year of kind of pivoting and figuring out something to do and you guys have you have an amazing following and I try to catch some shows some shows I've missed I've never been able to watch completely all the way through um well we do go on yeah (laughs) yeah just but just amazing amazing what you've done um 
I guess the first thing we should do is have, let's have all of you introduce yourselves and give us maybe a little something of what uh, your journey uh, has been prior to Newcastle. Oh, prior to, hi, hi everybody. Introductions first. <laughs> Introductions yes. first. Hi, this one would be Andre Hines. Nice to meet you all. Hello. And I am a DC performer uh, working, I've been able to work at uh, Olney, Signature, Keegan, a little bit of Toby's, uh, and a, a part of Newcastle was able to work with Creative Cauldron and doing an outdoor concert during their uh, mm -hmm. series. And Monumental. Over, and Monumental. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's who this person is. Someone else? <laughs> uh, I'm Rachel Felstein. I am a, uh, a, a transplant from New York City. I've been in D.C. since 2017. I came down here to get my master's degree with the Shakespeare Theater at the uh, Academy for Classical Acting. Um, and uh, in the before times, I was lucky enough to work with uh, DC companies um, such as uh, Washington Stage Guild and uh, Taffy Punk, um, uh, Mosaic Theater of DC, and Arena Stage. Uh, so I am, uh, yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm Alan Naylor, uh, native of St. Louis, but been in here in DC for a while done some connor and smith's shows in the past oh my god just a few oh good times at the creative cauldron uh -huh. and uh likewise i have been at uh, uh a lot of the theaters in town well um next uh <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding no <laughs> No, no, I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. So let me ask just some basic questions for anyone who who is going to seek you out that doesn't already know who you are. Night at Newcastle is New Newcastle the the street name? No, it's the name of it's the name of the house. Yeah. So um, I asked about this actually myself. Um, I moved in here uh now over two years ago. Um, and. Uh, I it was always being referred to as Newcastle. And I was like, why is it Newcastle? We live on Newton Street. Um, won't say where, though. Wink, wink. Um, and uh, I guess there was a previous house that was also a castle. So, so the, the pre this is Alan. Yeah. The previous house that I lived in with a bunch of my friends was called White Castle uh -huh. for various reasons. Mm -hmm. And then when we moved to this house, it got dubbed the Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. So you all live together in this new castle. Indeed. Correct. Indeed we do. We live here. And for a time, <laughs> <laughs> for a time, we were all quarantined together here. That's how this whole thing started. We were, uh, we oh, were. Aren't we still? Um, not really. Oh. Most, most of us are fully vaccinated. Get your vaccines, everybody. Yes, get shot at Safeway in front of the Cheez-Its. Indeedio! <laughs> that sounds so appealing. <laughs> so, Andre, what other skills besides what we see with Newcastle do you, um, are, are you fluent in French? Are you a Stephen King fan? What, what, what are some other things about you oh, besides Mr. what Hines. we see? Uh, well, okay, first of all, Mr. Hines, uh, I don't know why I continued to refer myself as a third person. If it helps, do it. <laughs> but it does have I, a certain air of It race. does. Yeah. It does. Uh, Mr. Hines is very into, at this moment in time in his life, 
he truly does consider himself a dancer first. He went to, <laughs> he went to school for dance and he loved every minute of it. Uh, studied uh, jazz and modern dance performance at Point Park. And, uh, you know, recently uh, I used to be fluent in French. I took, oh, wow. I went up to AP French in high school yeah. and continued in in college for okay. a little bit. I don't use it one bit. Yeah, right. Never have I ever used it in a conversation. <laughs> continuing after continuing education um so there was uh i i i completely drowned out of it right now i'm trying to learn japanese that's which is right very fun Start that, yes. um you know i'm really still stuck with the numbers i, I was gonna know. say we we haven't heard any of this up here so no yeah well you could you share i couldn't <laughs> <laughs> i could read it i can i can read japanese very very well but wow. speaking it is not wow and the same issue i had with french i you could know, never speak it but you know uh reading it easy i was i was similar that's really interesting mm -hmm. yeah. but yeah uh but yeah, I, I definitely, I love to dance. It's it's a second language to me, for sure. Uh, very bilingual in that. And, <laughs> um, you know, you if you haven't seen me on the stage, uh, you've missed out. <laughs> for sure. On legs. Yes, on uh, those legs. We're, we're trying, and now we're trying to like slowly work into like a singer's crowd right now. Yeah, exactly. On my end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. these two are already... No, 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 no. Well, Andre, I think the first time me and Steven, maybe I can speak for myself, I think the first time that we met you, we had written a song for a local fundraiser for uh, taking care of our own. Mm. And I think they had given you like a little uh, solo spot or a little feature in it. And I immediately thought to myself, well, that's why I don't get called back. <laughs> well stop oh my gosh yeah i remember getting that email and i was like what how and first of all i was like oh my god i've known them for so long steven i know i i there's some people from uh the toby's crowd that i used to work at and they knew you very very well so that's how i kind of gotten uh an idea of who steven was oh. matthew officially uh at signature you know, backstage in between a show uh -huh. and then, or I believe it was right before a, a double show uh, Sunday night show or Saturday night show. And I had saw Matt come in backstage and then I walked out to see him play the piano in the lobby. But oh, yes. that whole situation with, with them like seeking me out, I was like, oh my God, someone actually knows me. <laughs> what is this? I was like, they want, they want me to sing this. Have yeah. they heard me sing this before? And I was like, Okay, sure, no problem, no, no worries. And ever since then, I'm I've always been trying to get into Moa, the, the yeah, Moa, Moa, um, and the the whole Cauldron crowd. And so, like, <laughs> you know, the Cauldron crowd. My friend Mary Kate, Kate I mean, uh, Mary Kate Brie, they mm. got to work with her, and she's a, a very, very close friend of mine from from the Toby's Dinner Theater scene. From the Toby's Dinner Theater scene. Who introduced scene. me into the DC scene. Have you Slow been down. to the Toby's Theater Center, Allen? Have you been there? Have I? Have, have I, you seen a show there? Yes. I have not. I mean, I, I missed the, I, 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 I need to go. I really want to go. Well, they're doing Shrek right now. I can't believe this it. This is not a plug for them. I don't know why we're doing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back anyway. to you, Stephen. Yeah, back to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen and Matt did many shows at the Toby Hut. Yes. yes. Come on, Toby. Yeah. Well, you know, when I came to DC, 
back in the when we was I was pulling a wagon from Missouri when God was young. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. When I came to DC, there were so many dinner theaters, and honestly, now looking back as a older person, I, I, we really made some decent money in dinner theater. Mm. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was one of look. If you ever thought you were in a jam, if you could get yourself in a Toby's dinner show, honestly, it's like the mafia. Once you're yeah. in, you're in. Ooh. Love that. Once yeah. you're out, we love that. Once you're out, you're still loved. Like, yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I mean, the, the, is that like the mafia? I don't know. Okay, go on though. Uh, but they like it was very easy. I was able, <laughs> I was able to raise enough money working at Toby's Dinner Theater to uh, buy a brand new uh, 2016 Honda Civic at the time and i was like oh my god this is amazing i did this in dinner theater i did this in dinner theater see look and you know there was a couple of places in annapolis maryland that had a dinner theater i forget what it's called but i know um uh where is it riverside 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 that's right i've I've only heard of these places i'm i'm still too i'm um you know back in the day like early 2000s it was like the world of dinner theater throughout the dmv i was a performer at the riverside in fredericksburg by night but by day i was their janitor okay <gasps> see now there's one that people can talk about at my funeral i love it, <laughs> I love it. so love rachel it. let's go to, to you rachel now rachel tell us something that we don't see on thursday nights from you uh are you fluent in french or japanese <laughs> um i am certainly not um so i uh what yeah what what what's what's surprising Rachel um, writes music. I do write music. Thank you. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So something you probably don't, um, you know, what's, what's strange is that I think that something that maybe folk don't get from me on Thursday nights um, is that I really love doing plays. I know that's like a kind of a silly, a silly thing to say because like, you know, we're doing basically theater material a lot of the time on our show. But um, but that's my real passion. And, um, you know, I, I also, yeah, I've, I've written a couple of shows. I, I write my own music. Um, and that has been something that's been very fulfilling for me. But um, but my the thing that really gets me up in the morning, bright eyed and bushy tailed is being in a play. So um, let's all I'm going to say it again. Let's all get our shots and get back to the theater. Huh? Your, hey. your writing is done on the guitar. Um, I, I write mostly from a piano, um, because, uh, I, you know, um, it's just easier for me to navigate, um, like a harmonic world, um, from the piano. It's, it's all a little more accessible. Whereas on the guitar, uh, you know, guitar has six strings. So basically it's six notes at a time and a piano has 88. So, um, you have a lot more, um, opportunity for, uh, for voicing and, uh, to 88 notes at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you know, there's just, there's just a lot more, a lot more, um, variety on a piano. Um, and so it's easier to kind of say like, what, what's my imagination leading me toward, uh, which chord is my, is my like heart or brain or ear or whatever um, asking for, I can find it easier on the piano than on the guitar, but I'm not a, not a good pianist. So, so when, <laughs> when uh, before we go to Alan with the same sort of um, question, Rachel, I-, I will say for me and Steven, I mean, we could talk about this for a whole nother podcast when it comes mm. to music and inspiration, but I know for me and Steven, if we look at our, our, our catalog, it seems like we really, really always are drawn 
and sort of pushed into history for some reason. Is there, mm. is there something that really draws you to the piano that is a theme of love or social justice or heartbreak or B, B flat minor? Uh, that's a really interesting, that's an interesting, um, a really interesting question. And, um, you know, I, I wish I had something more creative, but the thing that draws me to the piano is my dad. Um, my dad is a pianist. And so I grew up uh, with him playing in the house all the time and playing for me to sing. And, um, uh, you know, like no, no relationships are perfect, but my dad is a pretty great guy and uh, I'm pretty lucky to have him in my life. So, uh, so yeah, it's definitely my father and my, my love for him and uh, my appreciation for growing up around the music that he shared with me for sure. That's beautiful. You know, it's almost like when someone shares with you, a certain recipe or something mm -hmm. that, that becomes almost like familiar. It becomes mm -hmm. a part of your tapestry and your therapy and sort of your go-to. Um, mm -hmm. That's For beautiful. Sure. Okay, Alan. Bonjour. Ah, French. <laughs> oh. No. So, Alan, I knew, Je ne veux pas were, I knew that there were many facets to you. <laughs> Are there any facets that maybe people would know uh, outside of that occasionally I might call on you to tune a friend's piano. Mm. Um, <laughs> tell us more about you. Oh man. I feel like I'm interesting, but uninteresting, but interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you landed on interesting. So I think you're going to be okay. <laughs> you just described it's waiting for Godot. conundrum wrapped in an enigma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> with a little red bow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I can probably be summed up in the notion of like why I got into acting and show business is that I wanted to do everything. Mm. And something that probably explains my personality is that like I want to do everything. Um, and so whether that's tuning pianos or, you know, rebuilding a house or learning how to audio engineer and, you know, it's whatever has to be done yeah there i like to do it cooking yeah <laughs> H hence hence i guess it's it was, was sort of um a natural evolution for the night at newcastle to kind of emerge out of this situation it was just another learning curve creative curve for you of like okay so we're gonna do this mm. yeah uh, like i like to say about piano tuning if i had known at the beginning what i know now different life choices <laughs> okay but, you see, but here's the thing um i think that something that i've found in producing work um is that if you are not naive in the beginning if you don't walk into it thinking we can do all these things you might not do anything or what you do will be overly modest you kind of have to walk into a project with those rose-colored glasses of thinking big and thinking dreamy and seeing how much you can get done. That's, that's my opinion. I don't think it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do, so do you, do you friends have like a, a major like salon room where it's like, that's where the magic kind of happens as far as conversation and the pianos there, like what we see in, in on Thursday nights, is that the, the room that, is where the room where it happens. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. We kind of use the. We kind of use pretty much any part of the house that's kind of inspiring to either have a conversation, mm. or to have rehearsal, or to dream up 
an idea for a future project. Yeah. Um, I but mean, we live and work in a 12, 12 by 14 room. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. The, the, so <laughs> our, our house used to be, um, you know, back in the before times, uh, we had, you know, we have a, there's a piano room. Um, I, I think there, we could call it the music room, but it's I would piano. call it the salon. It's the piano room or the salon. And uh, there is quite a bit of, um, soundboarding going on in this room uh there always has been but it has developed more and more it's gotten out of control it um i i'm glad to hear you say that because <laughs> of a problem and the- <laughs> all i can say is that there used to be rooms that were interconnected yeah, yeah. and yeah. now and now this is it's become a full studio i mean technically we- in a in a living situation it would be called a den yeah. um yeah. you know uh, a cave it's yeah. A layer. But, but it, it's truly it's truly where every bit of magic that you would see on a Thursday night happens. Except that there is a connection up to Alan's attic um um abode. Um Alan lives in the attic, much like um, you know, other um music music um keep going. Nuts. Yeah, we're we're waiting to hear this. Music, <laughs> music nutsos before him. <laughs> Beethoven's, the Mozart's, the, the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. You know, I thought he lived in a basement. He does. I'm just kidding. I'm just okay. teasing. Um, but it is vaulted. It's like, yeah. It's, it, I mean, it, it's a roof. It is. It's a roof. It's an. It's a. It's a. It's a very, very fancily repurposed attic, we, and that is where the. That's where the. Um, mixing. The mixing is happening from. Basically, like over the course of the year, the house has been rearranged into almost like a proper recording studio. Yeah. Where we have. Yeah. Uh, the performance room, and then we have a control room. Yeah. Um, but it has it it was it was a process. Yeah. But we are not the only artists in the house. Also. In also true. In so so. Yeah. It's you know, it has served its purpose mm-hmm. for other opportunities yeah. throughout the time. It's true. Well, we're so. very proud to have included two of our housemates um in our recent anniversary stream that we did last uh last a, week, a week and a half a ago. And, mm-hmm. Um where we were able to raise I don't I don't even know the total. A bunch of money. But a bunch of money and pay people like a nice little thank you for yeah. participating. Um and you know. It was nice. It was, it was. It was nice. It was unexpected and amazing. Yeah, uh-huh. it was pretty good. Now, yeah. now, have you have you all discussed, and maybe you have, uh, have you discussed how this continues or doesn't continue based on Rachel getting the next gig in the summer, Alan getting the next gig in the spring, and Andre going on the national tour of Cats. It's been a continuous conversation. and evolving conversation. You know, I would say that we, um, I would, my reflection of our conversations about this is that I think that we have been reflecting the nature of the times and planning ahead, assuming that nothing changes. Um, because that's the only, the only information we have right now is what's happening now. Um, I think that this pandemic has really highlighted that the future is uncertain. And so we are assuming that we're going to keep working on this and building it. And um, we truly are a group that really does look week to week. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really, on, on my end, I really want to say like, we have, my mother has always told me the type of deal of like, if I ever wanted to go up to her and be like, Hey, you said we were going to six flags this weekend. Are we going to six flags this weekend? And it's a Tuesday. And my mother would look at me and be like, 
Andre, it's Tuesday. Can I just get through today before we get to the weekend? Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And that is, I think that is a, a mindset that we have all encompassed. Because, you know, I mean, last a week and a half ago, we celebrated a year anniversary yeah. on the stream. Mm-hmm. We did you know, not know. Much prior to that, if you had you, asked us, no, we it would not have said. I would have never. I would have never admitted it. Alan is just looking darkly at the floor. You know, <laughs> you know, we all, we would have never thought that you know hitting a year mark and in, in a value of ourselves, you know, oh, in oh. a time that you know that is completely unorthodox and completely uh, not scheduled and yeah. not planned. Uh, having that moment of security and we we took it week by week by week and i think moving forward that's the only way not not the only way but that will continue to uh be a part of our process for sure yeah i mean i think ultimately it's 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 in some way an advantage um we have been looking (laughs) we you know we have like a tentative next month the month after kind of philosophy but it's all tentative and um you know i think that's something for me that has been and continues to be a useful model because you know it's important to make plans for the future but it's also important to be able to let go of them when and if it doesn't make sense anymore and i think because of the pandemic we've had to do that and um i think we've we've done we've done we've done okay <laughs> I'm not gonna say great, but we've done we've done okay considering everything. <laughs> okay, here's what's here's what's gonna happen if I was your producer, and I'm not. <clears throat> okay, but <laughs> okay, um, Andre gets cast in a show uh, in June, and but is still living in the house, so therefore it's like an episode or a month of the real world, where now Rachel and Alan are sort of talking about what's what's happening with um, Andre's life and Andre then has to film. Oh no. Did we lose you? No, it still says that they're there. Yeah, but we can't. That's. Uh, um, still recording. Still recording. Hello? You guys there? Maybe we should just wait. Yeah. Maybe we can. Uh, does anyone have contact info? For- yeah. No, it's our fault. Here's oh, the deal. Now. Here's the deal. We have reached a certain level of our uh, success <laughs> where people <laughs> during our podcast call Stephen's phone number and like Russia, it just completely changes the ball game. Yeah. <laughs> that was True. that was our next yeah our next guest is probably calling to cancel so dan <laughs> no! so dan cooney if you're listening and you don't want to come on this show we have night at the newcastles and we don't care Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so, so i had this i had this crazy idea that like just like uh the real world was on what mtv yes mm-hmm. Like, let's say Rachel leaves and goes back to the city for some, you know, a summer. And then this other girl takes her bedroom and now she's performing songs. And, you know, now the DC fans are like, well, I mean, I like her, but like, I really like Rachel better. I mean, what do you think? And, you know, like, it's like you've almost, you've almost like created these characters that everyone's following your personal life, your careers. And I don't know, it's, it's just a very interesting thing to... Um, 
watch you now pivot sort of into another hybrid yeah of of what to do there used to be there used to be a world and a conversation we had where we dreamt about how what we were doing in five years uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it was it was a beautiful exercise and <laughs> within that within that conversation all three of us had somehow within five years you know if the business was still continuing had left the uh had left the show and left the 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 responsibilities that we had within it but somehow the show kept going Mm -hmm. and so it almost to us felt like in a way like an snl Mm -hmm. casting of like okay if we did want to continue this how can we get people involved that want to continue that can probably you know take this step and move forward with Mm -hmm. it in in some capacity and so in in a world we thought about that and i think now it's it's you know uh it is an afterthought because you know we're focusing on on the here and the now for sure because yeah. of everything that's happening but it used to be and i think it will constantly kind of be a thought because i think what we've done in in the DMV so far as 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 a group it has been uh very very uh transparent and very very like inspirational i feel Mm -hmm. like in a sense where we can create a platform for artists to continue to be artists and how can we make other artists create other platforms where like artistry is is number one and community is you know definitely number two Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um Hopefully, hopefully, like we've we've raised an eyebrow for people who have been watching, who are like inspired in some way, shape, or form. I don't know, you know, I can't I'm I can't speak for the whole group, but I don't know for sure if there is, you know, something past where we can continue Night at Newcastle once reality sets into hmm. a normal capacity i don't even know mm-hmm. what that setting is a future capacity. <laughs> yeah well i think that um so some so yeah especially in the beginning um early gestational phases of this project we talked about like uh you know that this could be a platform where we could be yes as you say like the real world or like snl was our model that like um you know the cast could change but that the the product remains the same in some way while also, you know, evolving as it must. Um, but at some point, uh, it became this thing where I think it was Alan that said in 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 his mind, at least at that time, um, that Night at Newcastle actually was the three of us. And that that be- kind of became clear that, that um, you know, it wasn't just the show that it was us and um and our relationship with each other um and the balance that the three of us strike so i absolutely would love for night at newcastle to be something that's malleable and be able to have you know guest hosts um when and if we go on to do other things you know we can change the schedule etc but i think that in some way to me at this point it is the three of our Mm-hmm. show i i almost see you guys this is steven i live here too Hi, um, steven. <laughs> i almost see you guys as 
oh god i'm gonna like date myself here but almost like the prairie home companion yes. like <laughs> but 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 for musical theater just don't call me garrison keeler no god no <laughs> but but what would be really cool and look at us both over here trying to be your producers. What would be really cool would be if Night at Newcastle with the three of you, when we go back into real times, yeah, starts traveling to different theaters in the DMV and Are having like, hello, if Latino dream. is listening right now, <laughs> all I've got to say is low key send us a DM and we'll work out some management. Exactly. Yeah. From your mouth to God's you know, ears. Signature, signatures cabaret series. I'm just saying. Listen. <laughs> it's, Listen. it's like Monday nights throughout the year though or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Are you kidding? We, we would did, die. We, we did love. talk early on about uh, about what would happen when theaters reopen. Yeah. Because yeah. we talked a lot about what night should we perform. Mm -hmm. Uh. And looking at, you know, when we started this, there was nobody else doing anything. Yeah. We were the only people doing anything. Uh, and we talked about, you know, like, what night should we be doing this? And then, you know, when theater comes back, obviously, we're going to move to Monday nights. Yeah. 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 Um, for all of our for all of our schedules. But. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love that idea. I mean, I, we, we had such a great time doing the creative cauldron, um, yeah, outdoor yeah. cabaret. That was so enjoyable to mm -hmm. be, to be live doing what we do. It was mm -hmm. really great. Yeah. I think somewhere, somewhere in between what I said and Matt said, I think could be your possible future moving forward with that. I really do. I think it's a great idea. You have a great following and, you know, gosh, people would pay to see you in person like that, like at a different theater. I, I don't know. And then the guests maybe yeah. of the yeah. show are the guests from the, like people from the cast of the current show at that theater. We definitely need an album and merch to sell in the lobby. Yep. <laughs> wow. Believe me, well, it's been in the back of my mind. Yep, yep, wow. yeah, absolutely. No, you know, I It's hard to produce idea. an album when you're producing a show every week. It's oh. hard to find time to do almost anything, isn't it? Uh, you know? Yeah. And the thing, like, crazy thing is, is that during a pandemic, all we have is time. <laughs> Lies. Lies. There's not enough time. I need my time for lying around feeling stressed out. <laughs> that is it's a necessary pandemic self-care. Yes. Well, that's a good that's a good way to wrap this up, Rachel. We're, we're, uh, because well, because we have another guest coming in at, at eight. So we're going to have to finish this up. But I know it's going to take a while since we've got three of you which is fantastic, but I'm going to ask three of you probably like three more questions, but let's start with you, Rachel. Okay. I know that everybody during this time kind of went through a learning curve of I'm going to learn how to bake sourdough bread mm -hmm. or I'm going to get back to my Pilates. Mm -hmm. um, what did you go back to or what, what, what did you do that was your go-to for the quarantine at first or maybe not? Um, uh, yeah, um, exercise for sure. Um, I, I had to figure out my new, my new exercise routine. Cause I, I definitely find a lot of, uh, a lot of my, um, stability from movement. And so I, uh, not being able to go to the gym, which was kind of my thing, my, like my, like private time, my, my reflection time, um, was something I had to kind of get around. But I would say that the thing that I have gone back to is singing. I mean, I went to school uh, for classical music and um, I've 
I've continued to sing and sing in shows a little, but, um, but I really kind of moved to straight acting as my main um, artistic pursuit. And with Night at Newcastle, I have been working on my voice, which is something I haven't done in almost 10 years. And um, it's been very, very nice um, and um, fulfilling to be able to go back to it at a different stage in my life where it wasn't um, as stressful and um, I wasn't putting pressure on myself. Uh, and I felt like failure was an option, you know? Um, so uh, it's just made the growth process of that a lot uh, more enjoyable. Um, and I think uh, potentially more productive than it had been in the past. So singing is my answer to that question. That's so beautiful. I would have never have guessed from hearing you and watching you that that was the process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andre, what what were you learning besides Japanese? Were there, were there like those go-to, like, I'm going to run three miles every Wednesday? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Honestly, I'm going to I'm going to have to piggyback off of Rachel a little bit for for two parts. One, I I got to I was lucky enough to uh, work with Signature in the last few months to do After Midnight that's coming up in June. Mm -hmm. And so like I got to dance again and I had not been dancing at all for the last 11 months to be honest and it was a very crazy process to like adapt to my body because you know if you if you don't use it you lose it and <laughs> and I going into that process I was very very much like oh my god I'm missing some things that I know that I used to have in my back pocket so to speak mm -hmm. and uh to to relearn that and like get back in kind of the groove of things mm -hmm. I was very appreciative of but I'm also going to have to say singing because mm -hmm. to be honest my personal goal when I joined this group was to become a better singer mm -hmm. um I felt like when it came to uh, DC exposure. I wasn't being seen as a vocalist, and not people, not a lot of people would had considered me a vocalist. They know me as a dancer first, and I've done some amazing ensemble work and shows. But I wanted to be taken as a performer for sure, and so I wanted to be a better singer coming into this process. If we were, if we were doing what we were doing, mm -hmm. and to be able to work each week consistently yeah. the way that we have been, I've discovered a lot of new things about myself, especially when it comes to my voice, how to quote unquote paint a picture yeah. with your, with the colors of your voice. Mm -hmm. I have, re I have two amazing teachers sitting next to me right now because <laughs> I, I know, right? I know. You're so good. I'm, oh my I'm God. the drunk girl at the party oh who's like, God. I love everybody. I love everybody. Um, I'm so but, <laughs> but it's true because I, I mean, I had, I had an idea about what it was, and then the two sitting next to me opened my eyes to a lot more uh, capabilities and possibilities of what I can do visually and audibly with my voice. And um, so like, I, I'm very, very proud of myself because at the end of the day, yeah. I think I achieved my personal goal through this, you know, and then on top of that, entertaining the people that we do. Yes, that's, that's, the, been, a, that's, that's been a plus. Thing. 
Well, I think that all three of you have been an inspiration and and a little bit of a healing for a lot of, um, mm. you know, we don't know who's watching all the time as far as what that person's day has been. If they're living alone, if they, you, you know, we just don't know. And I think you've all been sort of uh, three ministers of the art, if you will. Um, Alan, let's talk about, I mean, I know that you could probably be a consultant at this point about how to, <laughs> how to do this in your home, but is there any, anything, any, anything else you want to contribute about your learning curve during COVID? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, where to begin? <laughs> uh, we should have a class for all actors on how to appreciate text. Yeah. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah. Um, I think Andre and I would have to lead it because we've <laughs> we've, we've had to grow the most. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I mean, it's it's a it's a oh god. I mean, this is a whole series of podcasts on its own. Mm. But it's a very different thing, and I know the two of you know this, you know, in producing your own work. Um, but especially in trying to produce and trying to facilitate and perform, you know, it's, it's a, it's a huge juggle. Um, and so I would say probably the thing that I've had to work on the most through everything is kind of like my own insides, Mm. um, and one of the things that we don't talk mm-hmm. about, um, and I think a lot of people don't talk about, is necessarily like the relationships mm. of, mm-hmm. you know, what you see on screen is not always the reality. And and so, <laughs> like, there's there's a the, there's yeah. a lot of personal growth. Yeah, there is a lot of. Mm-hmm. Uh, patience yes yeah and and especially like of altering expectations and seeing new realities Mm. other than the way that you've Mm. always seen things Mm. and this is especially where why i kind of made the comment about actors and techs yeah um Mm. and uh that's i mean for me that's always been a constant part of my life in terms of something that matters to me but particularly whether it's you know living with the same people for a year <laughs> working with the same people for a year um learning <clears throat> learning how to communicate on levels that we aren't normally required to communicate mm-hmm. in this world absolutely and especially not at work yeah and so uh that i i mean i can certainly speak for myself but i would say for all three of us has been probably like both the most difficult and the most rewarding job yeah. of the last year. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I do want to jump in and say, uh, so I'm, I'm currently in the very gestational phases of producing another project with um, a, a different group of friends. I'm hoping to put together a Shakespeare play over the summer. But um, one thing that walking into it, um, one of my collaborators said is as much as we can for our own comfort, we should try to avoid wearing too many hats. And that is something that in this project has, it's intrinsically been impossible. And especially for Alan, who is like, you know, we're performing, Andre and I are performing the songs that we're performing in. Alan is performing 
almost every song, um, taking on a majority of the musical workload and the tech workload. I mean, it's just been enormous. And then in terms of the personality stuff, um, the, the relationship stuff, I think we have come an enormous way. And one of the things that I now walking into a new collaborative, uh, scenario I'm trying to bring is this ability that I think we've gained a lot, um, to both care enormously and also let things go. Um, I think that that is essential to trying to make something with, um, to be able to balance that. I think it's hard and we definitely have had our, um, our, uh, struggles with that. But, uh, but I think we've gotten to a much, um, more peaceful place and I'm really grateful for that. So I think we're ready to see the world again, (laughs) (laughs) uh, with all of the newfound knowledge and tools that we have learned throughout this process for sure. We can, you know, we can (laughs) definitely take this with us, carry it into a new room and treat it as such mm-hmm. um I, well we are we are certainly so grateful for the three of you uh, i know that the dc and plus at more than dc is so grateful for what you've done this year with your talents and yourselves and um i'm going to turn this back to steven to wrap this up because he's going to ask you to all give us one word steven take it away and i love you uh see you see you soon wow um okay so I want the three of you to give me, if you had one thing to wish for, uh, to sum up in one word, and it could be for yourself, for your family, for the world, for the theater community, give me your one word wish for the wish box that I created. I created, you remember y'all when like you used to make little box, shoe boxes and get your Valentines and de- decorate them, or is that something they just did in the eighties and everybody else is too grown up for that? I no, think no, no, no. We did it too. Yeah, yeah. definitely experienced yeah. it in the fifth grade. It was kind of a witchy thing, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's what I did. So we're we're producing Susan Derry's uh holiday album, I wish it so. So mm. I kind of was inspired by wishes because we started to have big, deep conversations about wishes and what wishes really are, um and and the power of the wish. And so this box collects a wish from every guest that's been on here. I think it's going to make a beautiful like coffee table book or something in about a year. Um, But I would just like you guys to think of a one word wish. If you could have one thing, what is that word? Um, Andre, let's start with you. Oh man, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to already cheat the system and use two words. That's fine. Is there a hyphen it? No, but I would have to say no hate. Yes. Okay. That is what Andre wishes for. Rachel. Compassion. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm actively writing this. That's why. Yes. Okay. Alan. Uh, open eyes. Hmm. All right. Your wish is my command. Ha. It's, it's going to happen. I promise. Um, well, I wish you all success happiness and uh we this will air actually third it'll come out thursday afternoon next week so it can can promo your evening um show so tune in everybody nine o'clock facebook live and youtube check us out they have to just find night at newcastle on facebook uh nine o'clock live stream uh please check them out and 
Yes. Uh, love you guys. Thanks for talking to us. Yes, and let us know how we can promote, uh, like, yeah. promote this like yeah. audibly. Like, I want to be able to. We want to be able to share this on the Night at Newcastle, all the Night at Newcastle platforms. Okay? Indeed, I will send it out to all of you on uh, Thursday morning. Fabulous. Beautiful. Thank you. Well, so goodbye, much. everybody, and goodbye to the Bye, bye. Wow, that was such a great time with Night at Newcastle. I love all of them. Yes, and please listen to their show tonight, Facebook Live, uh, 9 p.m. Like Night at Newcastle on Facebook. Follow them. Please donate to them. Andre, Rachel, Alan. They're all super, super talented. We love them. And I can't wait to see what happens next. My gosh, they've started a tidal wave of something. Yeah, and please clean out your own trunks and get your CDs out because you don't want them to be unheard. Uh, Follow our lead on this and follow Night at Newcastle so you can hear new music. We love you all, and as we always say, turn Turn your your heart heart into into art. art. Good night, all.